a problem here And it's more than just Alvin streaming Punisher When life begins to suck, who's reporting it? Luckily, you got two friends who you won't forget Coming live, Alvin and friend on survival Laughing non-stop, case drops on a cycle Louder than intrusive thoughts off an iPhone How they make the world seem bright with the lights off? AFs, it might as well stay up Lies being told like that dinosaur BS Magnifying glass to the ground if they don't see us Having the time, roasting your favorite pizza Bougie ain't an option, it's the wage Take it to the grave, add poop into the place You already know when they take the case Laugh the pain away, it's affirmative Hello and welcome to another episode of Affirmative Murder, the Equal Opportunity True Crime Comedy Podcast. I am Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner in True Crime, Francel Evans. Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Yeah, man, I'm the mailman. Can't you tell, man? Gonna post on. What up? How are you doing, Fran? I'm doing well, man. I had a week off. Yes. Uh, my birthday was this past. Tuesday, I believe it was. Tuesday. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank yes. you. August 1st. The big 3-8. No. No, no, no. Not no. quite yet. Not quite yet. What? Not, what, what, is, what is it? What 32? Uh, yes. Straight up. Does it feel different? No. Nobody likes you when you're 32. <laughs> no. As the song goes. No, I, I'm good, man. I just... You know, there's always this issue on my birthday. I don't think we've talked about this. So, every year... Yes. My grandma, my grandma Frances, gives me a gift. Okay. So her thing is, like, she's known to be, like, she's known to do this. So each- Give gifts? Gives gifts, but for, like, my birthday, my brothers, my dads, she'll give a money or a check, whatever your age that you just turned. Okay. Right? So the thing about that is she does this thing where if you don't call her- after you've received this check, uh-huh. it becomes a whole, it becomes a big, a big uh, issue. So I'm dealing, <laughs> she's like mad over, at me. Over, 30, over yeah. $32. <laughs> she's like mad at me right now. It's like, cause it's like, I get it. And it go like, all right, well, Cause, I'll, cause I'll, when you put it in perspective, <laughs> it's $32. It's like, you can't hold a grudge. You can't start a grudge with me over bro, $32. She does this every year. Every year I got, I got to hear from her. Oh, it's, it's always. But every year that you don't do it, it becomes more of a thing. Because at first it's like, all right, $15, whatever. <laughs> but now it's getting a little, that's three bills and two ones. You know, that's, you know, right, that, <laughs> that's, that's $32. That's a, that's a chunk of change. Yeah, man. Hey, so I'm dealing with that right now. She's kind of upset with me, but it's every year, bro. Make every the call, year. man. Stop. <laughs> you know I did. Coming. I did. I called her and left a message and she didn't answer. But my brother, I talked to my brother. He was like, yeah, you know, grandma manager. I was like, <laughs> I bet she. You got to keep blowing her phone up until you make contact, direct contact of a voicemail is not enough. You got to hey, really come thankful for the 32. I'm busy, man. I don't got, I don't got time to be sitting around calling people all day. I'm busy. Yeah. Somebody give you an Orlando shack. You got to be thankful. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, so, yeah, right. you know, yeah, 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 you know, you can't, you can't just like, would you just take that and put that in the tank and don't even give th- praise? It's all whatever. Right. You know, hey man, listen, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm oh, another birth, another birthday has passed. You're another year older. Yeah, life man. Is, life is flowing. Life yes. is good. I want to uh, address something. Uh, this will be the format of our mini shows. Uh, you know, life has been hectic. I'm going to get into that in a second. But I just wanted to give people a, a heads up at the front, you know, just in case they don't feel like hearing some crazy stories from our listeners, which I don't know why you wouldn't. You know, it's, you know, just switching up a little bit. Um, I received all kind of messages and condolences from people. Uh, um, uh, they were kind of left in the dark a little bit, but um, uh, information was let out 
uh, or given out by Fran that something uh, had happened in my family. Yeah. And uh, my grandfather, who uh, had been uh, battling uh, dementia for the last, like, I would say at least like four or five years, mm-hmm. uh, it took a turn uh, for the worse over the last couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, he passed away. Um, and I just, you know, been processing that and don't really have the capacity to talk about, I don't know what's going on in the world. You know, yeah. I don't really, I, you know, I haven't really been checking in and, you know, keeping up. So I don't really want to half-ass a, mm-hmm. a story that, you know, deserves our attention and our effort and, you know, all focus and all that stuff. I was like, let's still record because I wanted to hop on and talk to my man yeah. and, give people an update because you know people listen and uh, you know people are invested in us and our lives and I think that's cool and so I don't you know I want to let people know I'm okay you know you, people hear something bad happen and then you don't ever tell them you know they, you know they are bound to you know continue to be concerned so I want to let people know I'm doing great uh, my grandfather lived a hell of a life and you know uh, as Fran can attest to you know things with his mom yeah you know it's, it's selfish of me to be sad I am sad but like he was he he wasn't he he was a proud man, and you know he wouldn't have wanted to be bathed by some somebody and not get to be home and all those yeah. things you know like so. He's in a better place. Yeah, for sure. And now we just got to deal with it and process it here. You yeah. Know? Uh, but yeah, Alvin Jerome Williams the first. Uh, wow. Big Al, uh, you, you know, solid dude. Yeah. Most solid dude, I've ever met. You know, as far as like, a man. When you talk about it, like a man, like go to work, come home. When you ask him how he's doing, he tell you how his kids are doing. Like that's that's the first thing that comes out of his mouth. Yeah, doesn't want any problems with anybody, but like will handle them if they come his way. Like just like a a real example of a dude. Yeah, and uh, really happy I got to experience him and make memories with him, and you know, uh, nothing but positive things to say, and mm-hmm. um, you know. Hope I can leave a legacy as big as his. It's crazy, like as, as sad as you are, like in that you know that hospital moment. Mm-hmm. But you look around and you see, like the tree. Yeah, that you know, like aunts, uncles, grandkids. There's babies, and they're all here for this person. Yeah, who we wouldn't be there if if it wasn't for him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. So it's like sad, but it's also beautiful. It's always it's just a beauty in like there's a beauty in the the finality of death and like you know I got to spend some time in his room next to him and say some words to him. And, you know, I felt like I got to say everything I needed to say. You're never going to say everything you right. want to say, but I've, I've, I'm at peace in the things I got to tell him. And yeah, you know, it's life and, you know, you can, it's, it's just left for us to deal with. Like he's, he's in, he's gone, he's at peace, but it's all good. You know? So I appreciate Anybody who sent a, a you know a comment or a message my way was really nice. I'm really grateful and thankful to people, and uh, we still I still wanted to come on and, and record with my boy, and you know give you guys some content. So yeah, yeah man. I, I'm I'm hearing in the flesh, man. Yeah, man. I mean, um, I can kind of you know, I can kind of get the idea of you know what you're going through and how you're dealing with of it. Of course, but, yeah, yeah, boy. The, the you know more importantly that you're you know in good spirits right now and you know. You seem happy, so yeah. that's good. Cause I, I can't, cause we wouldn't be able to do this. Cause I wouldn't be able to be to hold it in emotionally for myself. Cause I'm like, man, we for sure. can't. <laughs> we yeah, just, for sure. This ain't gonna for, work. This ain't for gonna sure. Work. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Um, uh, but also it's been it's been enough time. Yeah, like yeah. It's, for sure. it's, it's definitely not. For, it's been a week yeah. already, and it'll be another week until his funeral. Yeah. 
So I've had some time, like, you know, the first couple of days sucked and it was like surreal. Mm-hmm. And then you see the, like the funeral flyer and it's trippy, it's trippy because it's my grandfather, but then it's also trippy because his name is my name. Yeah. And they didn't yeah, put crazy. the, they didn't put the one on the flyer. So it just as a flyer, it says my name on it. So yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's trippy as well. Um, it makes you think about how much life you have left yeah, and man. all that stuff yeah. that comes around, along with it. But I think all that stuff comes along with it for me when people pass away, but somebody with my name and who lived a life and a family and kids and grandkids and everything. You think about like how much time you have right. to do that, you know? Yeah, so, you know, but other than that, you know, um, enough of that shit. <laughs> Boring. <laughs> uh, let's get into some stories. Uh, I'm going to kick things off, Fran, with um, this is from a listener. I don't know if they want me to say their name. I'm going to not say their name because of just how juicy this is. But you know who you are. Your name starts with a J. We'll leave it at that. I want to give people credit sometimes. So anyway, this uh, email starts with, sorry in advance for the long read. Feel free to cut if you please. I don't know if we'll need to, but you guys won't know if we do. So it doesn't matter. Let's get into it, Fran. My former BFF and I have been friends for over 10 years. Or had been. Ooh, already. Yeah, past tense. uh, Sad already. During our friendship, she was living with the father of her child. One weekend, a few of us went to see my BFF in the home that she shared with her child's father. The child was away for the weekend. We decided to go out and and he called her nonstop while we were there and made it really difficult for her to enjoy herself. Everyone convinced her to just relax and have a good time. When we got back to their house, we all went to change. I was sitting at the edge of the bed for a second looking at my phone when I thought I'd heard a whimper. (laughs) I put my phone down and sat impossibly still in order to see if I was just hearing things. You know, sometimes you hear some shit and you you freeze up and you're like... (laughs) Look in the that's, hallway. That's when I start asking questions. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Is someone there? Is somebody there? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Who that? Hey. Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> With the head just popped out of the, the doorway. Yeah, hey. I don't, I don't do that at my house, though. <laughs> I just, I, I do the look. Because I don't want uh, nobody to know. Where that I know. I, that you know. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> Because you're, you're giving away your position now. You don't got no... You, got, yeah, you so can't we, use your home alone skills exactly, if, you, if, if, if you give away the echo location. They know what right. room you're in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You stay, get silent. You get silent. Right. This is a good strategy, you know? It sounded like it was coming from their room, as in the BFF and her ch- uh, child's father. Okay. Uh, and the bedroom I was staying in was right beside their bedroom and bathroom. Mm. Uh, I went to put my ear close to the wall when suddenly there was a loud slam against it. Oh, shit. I, I leapt from the bed and ran into their bedroom for which they left the door unlocked. Upon entering the bedroom, I'd seen my friend's boyfriend slash child's father with his hand raised to hit her and her kneeling on the floor or on the bathroom on their bathroom floor with her arms covering her head and she was crying. Ooh, yeah, this is This sounds uh, like a movie. Uh, before this weekend I'd heard a rumor that she that he was abusing her, but never directly from her. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask her when I heard it, but I also didn't want to embarrass her. I know how hard it is for people to walk away from an abusive relationship and I knew she would isolate herself and I didn't want her to be in that position. So I would always just make sure that I was there for her if she wanted to talk anyway. So when I burst into the room, I say, so what's going on in here? Which is, I don't know about the inflection, but that that was very like, that was very playful. I'm sure it was a little bit more demanding. Like, so what's going on in here? Uh, The guy looks at me and yells at me to mind my business and to get out of their bedroom. I repeat myself, and so does he. I simply say, nah, I'm not going to do that. You're not about to beat on my friend with me right here. Nah, it ain't going down like that. He yells at me some more to mind my business, and I say again, 
I'm not about to let you beat on her. Fuck that. Mm. At this point, he goes to reach under the bed, oh. likely to pull a gun. Let me also say trigger warning. Like I didn't this is I didn't know this was gonna I only read a little bit. This is not this is this is serious. <laughs> so my bad. Trigger warning to anybody who's in a been in a thing. Like, yeah. sorry, I didn't I didn't know this is getting this is like this is dark. This is dark. Um so uh yeah, so they're going back and forth trying to get her out of the situation. She looks at him again and uh and I tell her to I tell her to look at me and get up and that he isn't gonna touch her in front of me. Mm-hmm. Hesitantly and cowering, she gets up and comes with me. We go into another room and she lays out tales describing the years of abuse she suffered at the hands of, of, of uh, her spouse or whatever. Verbal, slapping, punching, choking, holding guns to her head, and once trying to gouge her eye out with, with her car keys. What? So they, they're still in the house? Yeah, like he just, she just pulled, him in, pulled her into another room is what she's saying. So I guess he oh, we gotta get out of cooled here. off. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. We're not going to have a conversation. Yeah. And you're telling me this too? Let's go in the car. Let's finish this in the car. Right. So, uh, so she, uh, she also says she added oftentimes all of this abuse was taking place in front of their child. After getting her more settled, I had another friend sit with her and I went to talk to her boyfriend because he's still yelling and acting crazy. I think the reason why he actually lowered his voice talking to me and didn't pull a gun out or hit me was because he knows much of my family, and he is not that stupid. Okay, all right. So somebody has brothers yeah. or something, or a, a father or something. You know that will put in work. Yeah, yeah. My friend, mo- my friend did move out with her child and moved in with her parents. After some time, she did eventually get back with him, and our communication declined tremendously. I happened to catch her out with him one day, and we started to hang out again. Okay. And she would eventually go go on to leave him two other times after that. While we were still friends, but his family would always bully her into getting back with him using abusive language and Christian teachings. Yeah, make it make sense. I thought she so was I, going to say that she saw her out in public and she was avoiding her. No, like, you know, it, she, like you know what I mean. Like it was like, yeah, no, you know, yeah, like the guy was like, "Don't cut off all com- communication." She was like maybe embarrassed or scared. But you know that's I mean? the thing about an abuser, though, is that there's a um, a confidence in like. Yeah, I'm still here. Like you're the friend that pulled her away and called you all kind of names, but yeah, yeah, you go talk to her. Go talk to her and tell her how we're still together. Yeah, you. She's not going anywhere. Yeah, there's a confidence in that, you know. So I'm sure that was part of it. I'm sure he, he had no reason to be like, yeah, don't talk to her. Go tell. Yeah, I don't care. Fuck her. But like, tell her where. Tell her. Tell her you didn't go anywhere. You know, pe- people are sick, man. Dudes are sick. Um, so um, her. Which is interesting that his family would bully her into coming back, probably saying stuff like be a family, don't do, you know, yeah. you don't abandon your family and that kind of stuff, like whatever that shit is, you know. And what Christian, I mean, Christian teach, they're not married or anything, so. I don't know. That's what I'm saying, like, this, if, we're, if, if you're so Christian, you should be like, you're out of wedlock. Yeah. You, gotta, you know, like, that's, you know, so. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, this is, yeah, so, anyway. You know, people twist religion to be whatever they need it to be. It's all bullshit. Yeah, man. We don't got to get into that. Please don't. (laughs) (laughs) Please. One place I don't want to go is there because it will be a long, it'll be a long conversation. So, um, so back to the story. When he had beaten the crap out of her again, she called me for support. We'd gotten her to a police, a police escort to remove her things from the home after he'd left the house, knowing the police were coming. So, you know, he left, he, he fled Mm. after he hit her. And the police came and he wasn't there. So they stayed and helped her let her pack her stuff. But as a friend, I mean, like, do you keep helping this person or is it like, there's only so much I can do? 
where it's like I'm helping you, but you keep. That's the. I mean, that's the tough part, you know, because this person seems to be aware of the difficulty, the psychological abuse that you know that comes along with physical abuse, where it's not so easy to just leave. Yeah, and her her being aware of that will help her stick around and try to be a, as good of a friend as possible. But everybody, everybody has a breaking point, you know, like, right. I mean, yeah, my resources are tapped. My emotions are tapped and I have to look out for my own best interests at the end of the day. You know, like, I feel like that's reasonable for anybody. Like if you get to a point where you go, this is, this is your life and I've tried and I'm, I'm here to listen to you, but I can't keep getting up in the middle of the night and coming and helping you pack and, my safety could be at risk. You know, I'm at, in this house and he, this guy comes back. You, sometimes you got to self-preserve. Right. But it sounds like this person has been at their beck and call many a times when they needed help. And I think there's nothing wrong with getting tapped out and being, and being depleted and saying, Hey man, I got nothing left for you. I'm not, I don't know if that person got to this point, but I, if you got a life, your own life, you got to live your own live, you know? Um, so like I said, so, uh, one other time after they, after she had, it's now established that this guy is a violent person. One other time, uh, she was, her hands were put on and the police came and she, she came over and helped her uh, grab as much stuff as they could. And they ended up going back to her parents' house and she was a mess. And she was, she asked me to stay with her and I ended up staying there for about a week before going back home. Hmm. So she's staying with her at her parents' In, house. To oh, be a, okay. At a parent's to be a support house. system at her parents' house to be a support system. Okay. Uh, she goes on to say, I guess her child's father decided I was a problem when it came to their relationship. And since he'd been so good at manipulating her thus far, he had decided to say that I had made a pass at him behind her back and that I was trying to sleep with him and calling her a fool for being my friend. Wow. She, yeah, she came to believe him and in a roundabout way asked me if I had messed, messed with her kid's father. And that, um, that, that will be in that'll be into that friendship. I'm yeah, sorry. it's like I didn't all this stuff I didn't done for you. You think yeah, what you be believe this guy who, you know, I'm not going to get into it, but you believe this guy who's been nothing but terrible to you. And I've been nothing been helping you. And you think you think I want him that I'd be more insulted to that. Like, <laughs> right. you know, I've heard all the stuff you told me. You think <laughs> I want I want this person. So, I, you know, that's crazy. So I asked her if she was seriously asking me that and if she seriously believed him. Spoiler alert. She did. That's crazy. I try, yeah, that's, that's wild. I tried to reassure her that I had no interest in him whatsoever. But the seed had already been planted, and she would say stuff like, <laughs> "That's so. this is so passive aggressive. Uh, because she'd say stuff like, because I'd have to beat the bitch who would call herself my friend and try to fuck my baby daddy. It's like, all right. Pardon well, me? Yeah, why are you saying it like? You're threatening me. Uh, anyway, so we eventually just we eventually just cut ties. I believe she ended up getting back with him one more time, but finally left him for good. I hate that our friendship got ruined by a manipulative piece of shit ass hat. Piece of shit ass hat. Okay, but I wish her nothing but happiness and wealth. Okay, yeah, get to the bag. I can't believe um, she believed that. That's. I mean, I can, yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, that it's wild. You know, this guy's manipulative, though. You know, uh, I did try to reach out a few times. We. Um, I did try to reach out a few a few times and we had a couple of superficial conversations, but I grew tired of her being passive aggressive towards me and let it go. And that's just one of the really shitty ways I lost a close friend. Mm. Love you guys. Um, thank you for sharing that. That's wild. Um, domestic violence is not a joke in any kind of way. And that's super serious. And I hope your friend got the help that they need. But wow, that's a really sad turn that your friend believed that. And that's the way it ended. You know, so th that's unfortunate. Um, but again, you know, uh, you know, mm. if you are in a situation like that, don't be afraid. Don't 
don't be afraid to like bring people in and tell people what's going on because you'd be surprised how many people really do want to help you. Like this person who sent us this email, she wanted to help and it didn't go the way that she wanted it to. But you know, you know, be a good friend over anything else. People yeah. need help, help them out. Um, absolutely wild though. Is that when they think you're a liar? It's like, yeah, that I would have really. Yeah, I would have really took a, an exception to that one. That's like, you know, all the time? I can't, stand at your parents' I, house? Yeah, wake up before in the morning, whatever time it is, to come help you pack and, you know, call authorities and stuff, and then you come to me with telling some, did I sleep with you? Like, yeah. What? You're a piece of shit. Piece uh, of shit. Yeah, come on. Come on now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets and so much more download the app in virginia today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at betmgm betmgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly see betmgm.com for terms 21 plus only virginia only new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc uh we're gonna jump to another email this one says no names please hey guys this is not my story but it is a story I'm involved with as a third party, but I felt there is a need to share with our community. Okay, all right. I do not want any I do not want names of victims or mine to be said due to res, due to the respect of their own stories uh, to be told when they are ready. Due to my own name's uniqueness, I would hate anyone to any anyone of the ones who are not yet ready to be put out there. Appreciate your help with this. Okay, thank you. I will not say the person's name in any kind of way. Thank you for again saying that up front so I don't make that mistake because, you know, sometimes you get in the bed, you're like, man, Barbara, you, you know, you, you, fuck, no, you, fuck you up. do that. <laughs> I, by, by the royal you, which means me, I, I do that. <laughs> I get excited and I just want to give people credit and say their name. So tell me up front so I don't make mistakes like that. Now we're good. We move forward. You know, now we move forward <laughs> in anonymity as it should be how you want it to be. So uh, anyway, this person says, I saw this on TikTok the other day and it made me laugh, but quickly cry my eyes out deeply understanding what it meant. I wish I could find it again to tag y'all in it, but cannot. It went something like, you know you're Hispanic if all you know, if if you all know that one uncle. Then the girl cuts out and says that the uncle was her dad. What? <laughs> <laughs> says that says that, that uncle you was her right? dad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's I read it right for sure. I don't know. I'm not Hispanic. I Shout out to I don't know I don't want to be, having a funk like having a funk yeah, is crazy yeah, yeah not yeah nah, nah. the dunkle <laughs> no nah, the funkle dunkle is insane um yeah <laughs> no nah, the funkle dunkle is some different stuff but I get you know you're Hispanic <laughs> Hispanics reach I'm gonna move on I don't like that she now is now is erased is anyway wild. yeah yeah if you know what I'm speaking about then I'm sorry you had to be violated that way by so called family if not I will let you know now. Violating, so okay. <laughs> no, because oh, I get it. No, I get it. Nah, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. No, nah, I get it. I get it. I don't get it. No, okay. So basically, she's saying, you're if your dad's your uncle, then 
your mother or parent was molested by their brother. Okay. And that makes them your uncle and your father. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But like out of the gate, I was like, what is that? That threw me off. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm not Hispanic. So it didn't, I didn't go there. Yeah. I don't, that's, I get, but that's any, that kind of stuff happens in every race. But like, I don't know if it's, I was was wondering why. I'm not asking questions. I don't want to know. I don't know. I don't want to ask questions about if that more is more prevalent. I don't know. I don't want to say it's more prevalent, but you know your Hispanic win. And that's what they said, not me. And and now it looks weird because they said they don't want to use any names. So it feels like I might just be reading the email that I made up. Yeah. But I didn't. And I will I would say their name because I'm feeling uncomfortable, but I'm not going to do it. Because you know why? I respect people's wishes. I did not write this email. I'm going to continue. But, but hey, my, before this gets out, before this goes left. Uh-huh, friend. Yes. Hey, save this. me. Throw me a life raft, please. Uh, we are not laughing at. No. Anybody being assaulted? Anybody being violated? That's not what we're. I just want to. Dunkle Funkle. Yes. Dunkle Funkle was just two funny words. Just and we didn't we didn't connect the dots immediately. I was confused, and then I got it, and then it became a serious uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, you know, sorry and praises to this this you know anybody has been a situation like that. But again, Funkle Dunkle is is objectively some funny words like Dr. Seuss stuff. Yeah. Anyway, but, but I'm not finished. Okay. Alvin's reaction was funny as well. Now we'll <laughs> see each other, so people don't see oh, that. Oh, you can throw, throw me under the bus. I'm, talk, I'm talking about you reading the e- and going like your reaction of like, wait, what? This said what? Yeah, sure. The uh, reaction yeah, okay. of that was funny. It was a it, natural it was one. Just in the times we're living in, it's just necessary if we. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want anything to be like. misconstrued. <laughs> exactly. Taken in uh, any kind of uh, incorrect manner, if you will. Uh, anyway, so in my family there is. There is there is this piece of shit, sorry excuse for a human, that has been preying on the young girls in my family for over 40 years. That is crazy, but we're going to move on. Uh, the first known victim was his wife, my aunt. While the abuse began quickly after their nuptials, he then also began to abuse her younger sister, who were her younger sisters who were seven and five. This went on for years, as we later learned, until he moved on to violate his own daughter. Wow. He began abusing her around the age of six. Later, later learned, later we, I'm I'm guessing they're saying, later we learned too that the abuse went on for years as well with his daughter. Then around the time that his daughter was seven, my parents moved in with my aunt and we began to share a home with him. Okay, so is this, is this like a, um, I want to know if this is like a situation where it's like we, the family knows I hope not. But keep going. We're not saying nothing is being done because of out of fear or like uh, accusations being wrong or like what is it? Yeah, I don't know, nor do I wish to speculate. This is a sticky one. Mm -hmm. Family secrets. What is a secret? I've been watching a lot of SVU lately, Law and Order SVU, and this is reminds me of an episode I watched recently where it was a wife and a husband, and then the wife's sister and then the, uh, her daughter. Mm-hmm. And it turned out that the wife's husband had been um, sexually assaulting the sister, the sister's daughter mm-hmm. for years. And then the wife kind of knew, yeah, but was in denial. Like, no, this is my husband. Like, I don't want, he would never do that. But the signs were there. She was even covering for him once he got arrested, mm. when the girl came forward and said it happened and the mom, because it's her sister, believed her sister 
which meant she be- she believed the abuser. Yeah. So she was like, so the mom was like, "You're crazy. He would never do this. He's your uncle." And it turned out, mm. she wasn't lying, and they had all told her she was crazy for years and and covered up for this guy and moved on and you know. So I don't I don't know what the situation is, but apparently the guy was doing this for, she says over forty years. This guy was just time, abusing people in in their family, which is absolutely tragic. Um. So they go, she goes on to say, uh, or the person goes on to say, around the time that uh, his daughter was seven, my parents moved in with him and we began to share a home with him. We have somewhat spoken to my parents and they attempt to say that they didn't know, but had some indication. This is a conversation for another day. Mm. Side eye. That's what they said in the email. Yes, it is. But when my sister turned five, he began to abuse her as well. He abused her for many years and she recently explained to me that it was over 50 times. Mm. Wow. All of these beautiful souls have gone on to live very hard lives, substance abuse and trauma that has been passed on to their own children. Now in their 30s and 40s, and besides my sister confiding in me, they have never spoken about it. They each have their own reasons, which I respect. The bomb exploded last year, though. His new wife, he had, been, he had divorced my aunt about nine years ago, came out and accused this piece of shit of abusing her eight and five-year-old. Wow. Both my aunt's sister and his own daughter came out to identify themselves as his victims and show support for these two kiddos. Apparently, there were people around his new wife who didn't believe them, Mm. the kids. The reason I want to share this is to hopefully let other people know that they are not alone. I have explained to my children, age 10 and 12, appropriately to their age, that their aunt was raped at the age of five by an uncle we lived with. I want to encourage anyone that has experienced this to do so as well. Again, in an age-appropriate way. I want my children to never uh, think that they are alone if this happens. I want to let them know that we would never be ashamed of them, abandon them, or stop loving them if someone hurt them in such a way. God forbid this ever does happen to my children. I, I take all precautions that I could but my parents thought they did too. I want them to know that they will never be abandoned and will forever be loved. Please talk to your babies as often as possible. I know this is a sad and uncomfortable subject, but it has to be discussed. I wish I had good closure for this. The piece of shit is still free. He is on the run, but on unfortunately, run. no. On the run. I guess he got out of town. Probably on the run from like family. Okay. I don't, not not the like not, not you know, the law. Not I don't should be. I, yeah, it should be, but you know. But yeah, it says no pressure on it. So, yeah, he's, he's just in the wind. Like, you know, he, like he got embarrassed or something like that. Now he's like, all right, I won't come around, is what I'm picturing. Uh, I will never press my sister to come out and speak her truth. I am, um, I am only here for her whenever she needs a shoulder to cry on and an ear to listen to her. I did get her consent before sending this email off. Uh, help anyone in any way that you can. Allow them to see your broken pieces so that you don't feel alone in this world. We are all dealing with demons. Hopeful, this uh, opens up a conversation and shines the light on spaces that have for decades been allowed, allowed these pieces of shit to hide right under everyone's noses. Your friend, blank. Um, wow, thank you, blank, for sharing a story like that. That's absolutely tough. Um, Fran, as a person uh, who has kids, um, can you speak about the difficulties of or the conversations that have been had about you know who you leave your kids with, who... Uh, can babysit whose house, like how, how does that, what, what are those conversations like in a world like it is now? 
Well, a conversation like that we haven't had yet. Um, so I'm and I'm not looking forward to have a conversation like that. But I know right. we will at some point. Um, but for sure, we are very. Me and Steph are very strict. You know, some people, you know, um, have their thoughts about being strict of people watching their kids. Some people just like, well, maybe you're overdoing it if you like. I don't want this person watching my child. My child, but it's like I think you should be that way. I think there right. should be a short list of people that you trust to watch your children. Like only my dad and my brother and you know Steph's immediate side of the family watch our kids right. and that's pretty much it like we don't we really don't leave them with like you know uh we haven't still sophie hasn't stayed a night over our friend's house that right that that's, hasn't that's, that hasn't yeah, happened and i don't know if we will like whenever she does sleepovers they come here and that's right. for the other parent if they feel it's safe then because they got to have that conversation about right. you and, and exactly. stephanie as well so, exactly yeah, which but, they should right exactly and it's like i don't know if i'll ever be comfortable with her Staying the night, just giving it up, giving up, yeah, giving up. Yeah, I just on a yeah. person I just don't, I just don't know, and I think yeah. that would just my anxiety would be going crazy. I just wouldn't be able to handle that. So, but um, I think you should have a short list of people mm-hmm. that you should leave your, your your children around, and having that for sure conversation of strangers is very important. We yes. do it with the kids, and they kind of get the idea and you know what to look out for. But Max. By him being three, he's so outgoing right now. Where he's just like right. talking to everybody. And Sophie, she's like, I don't, I don't know you, so I, yeah, you won't get nothing out of me. <laughs> you yeah, won't get nothing. I don't. And I you don't know, you you. S- you see her, how she was like, uh, I'm not comfortable with this person, so I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I'm not, you know, we're not having. It's a very like that's nothing to talk yeah, about. Hello, <laughs> that is it. That is it. Hello, but I think maybe not even that. Right, but I think the, <laughs> I think that com- those conversations are very important. But for the sure. one where it's like that situation, we haven't gotten there yet, so I can't really speak yeah. on having that conversation yet well this person their email was about encouraging people that like hey that's a difficult conversation but don't not have it because it's uncomfortable yeah yeah. don't not let your kids be aware that you can come to me if even because sometimes it could be a vibe like because you know some you know these people perverts whatever they don't i don't think they come right out of the gate and assault and hurt people they leave little breadcrumbs yes and it's important to let a kid know or an adult, anybody know, yeah. like, hey, you can come and have a conversation with me if you get a weird vibe from somebody. Yeah. And that's because that you could prevent something bad from happening. You go, oh, if you don't like that person's father or that person's mother when you were over at their house hanging out, not a sleepover, but just you went over there after school and you felt uncomfortable. Yeah. Let me. I'm glad you told me that because now you don't have you not you're not sleeping. Right. And a, another conversation to have for people with young children is like body parts. Tell them, yes. tell them what the body. Don't make up. Me and Steph started shameful. Don't be shameful. Yeah, and don't yeah. make up nicknames for because they, you won't know. They'll, you know, what I'm saying they don't. They can't comprehend that. And then if they tell yes. you, you go like, I don't understand. Mm-hmm. It could be something else where you go like, Oh, okay, that's. Got and it's it. like tell them what the body be part is. Be clear. Be direct. Tell them what the body part is so they know. Even if you think it's weird that they know, tell them the proper. Yes. Uh, identity of that whatever they're male or female and so they mm-hmm. if it happens they can they can tell you yes what you know if something happens they can tell you that and you go like okay well something got to be done but don't make up yeah. nicknames and, don't do that yeah and a lot of people do that for their own shit like yeah, yeah i don't know i don't want to have some weird com- uncomfortable nah. conversation with my kid about penis or whatever nah, like nah. hey man no you can't and also aside from that having that kind of stuff can leave people with complexes about their body like you, you gotta let people don't be shameful and weird right. and get, talk to your kids about sex. Exactly. Like you want your kids to come to you. Yep. Like you want your kid, you want your kid to be drunk at the party and call you. Yep. Not, not call anybody and be in danger. Like you, you don't want your kid to be 
scared to come to you to talk to you. You know, it's, it's very important. So thank you to that person for opening up a dialogue for people and, you know, you know, being a person to step out on a ledge and say, hey, let me uh, send an email to these two idiots who don't know a fucking thing. <laughs> and and maybe they maybe they can start a conversation with people who, you know, need to get something off their chest. I hope that it does. And that'd be cool if it did. I, you know, uh, we're here to listen. We got another email from I'm going to go ahead and say Marlo because it doesn't say that I can't. Okay, Fran. All right. It doesn't say that I can't. Did you read so it? Shout did you check the end? You know something? If the if it is at the end, that's their fault. <laughs> okay. So if you set a bunch so of family bunch secrets of and you, don't say yeah. my name, it's like and also it. I'm like yeah, and then I killed him and I I buried the body in the backyard. Hey, don't say my name <laughs> at the end of the oh, sorry Marlo, sorry Mar. Uh, anyway, so this email reads, "Hey guys, this one is long, but I hope it finds you well." And also, I only say it's not that long. So thank you for you know being aware. But this isn't this is a perfectly fine email. This isn't crazy long. Now here we go. I live directly across from a boat ramp on the Hillsborough River in Tampa, Florida. Sometimes when I can't sleep at night, I go sit on the dock, sitting on the dock of the bay, just to get some fresh air and go uh, get a kick out of hearing monkeys chattering from the zoo just a couple of football fields away. Oh, that's probably mm. crazy, like in uh, Planet of the Apes. One night last year, I was doing just that when I heard a man grunting from the darkness oh, shit. Uh, by the boat ramp. <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrifying. I couldn't see him. I could just hear that he was exerting a lot of energy. Like Rick Ross? Eventually. Huh? Rick Ross over there. Uh, yeah. Oh, just like, <laughs> in the woods. Oh, lemon pepper. You're like, what the fuck? Is, what is he? You know, Rick Ross always doing something. You know, he's always cutting trees down or riding four wheels. It could have been Rick Ross. It's Florida. <laughs> yep. You know, so yeah. if this is, if this person, if that's the reveal of the story, good call for it. Be crazy. <laughs> it was Rick. It was Rose. It was Ricky Rose. Um, so, yeah, this person was exuding, exerting a lot of energy. Eventually, my eyes adjusted and I saw a short, skinny, scrappy man using his body weight to break off a branch of an oak tree. The old oaks are revered and respected around here due to the history and old age. Well, to those of whom who aren't developers and couldn't care less. So, yeah, people who are trying to you know build houses like, I don't give a fuck about these trees. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, therefore, it caught my attention and prompted me to shout across the river, hey, what the hell are you doing? He shouted back, oh, give me a break. Are you going to call the cops on me too? I think they meant on. Are you going to call the cops on me too? I just need a break. I took a beat, then calmingly replied, no, I'm not going to call the cops, but I'm wondering why you're trying to fuck up the tree for no reason. He replied, look, I'm homeless, and today someone gave me a, gave me a John boat for free, to create a living situation for myself. This is that's what great. Is a John boat? <laughs> very eloquent. Very. I don't know. I hope they explain. A John boat uh, gave me a John boat for free to create a living situation for myself. That's such an eloquent way to say. <laughs> this guy was yanking down trees, and he's like, "I was uh, making a living I'm situation to live. for myself over here." <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I live? Oh, a John uh, boat so, is just like a. Oh, you looked it up. Yeah, a John it's boat. Just, uh, it's like the raft from uh, like Tom, like uh, like uh, uh, who's a. Uh, What's the guy from Wilson? Yeah, uh, that with like a motor on the back. That's it. Oh, it's got a little motor on yeah, the boat? Like it's like a dinghy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Who is that? Why can't I? Oh, I'm so embarrassed. This is a you thing. Who? What are you talking about? Tom. Tom. Woody. Woody from Toy Story. Oh, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Tom Hanks. God, I'm, I'm embarrassed. <laughs> that was embarrassing. Tom Hanks <laughs> okay. in Castaway. Yeah. God, sorry. Oh. I, that would have that would have gave me a headache. Yeah, so it's like a Tom Hanks and Castaway boat with a little motor on the back. Yeah. So it's a very simple boat. Yes. Is a John a John boat? He's trying to build like a 
Maybe like a roof, roof, like put some shade on it or something. Like, you know, maybe make it an indoor boat. Okay. Give it a below deck type of situation. Maybe this guy's a craftsman. So give him a break. Give me a break, man. This is oak trees. Leave me alone. And he said, I just need a paddle to get down to the sea bassin at Davis I Island. A paddle. Without a motor, right. without a motor or paddle, I can't get anywhere. This is a crazy conversation to be having in the dead of night. There's monkeys shouting, yeah. and then this guy's like giving you really like logical and eloquent things. <laughs> right. Shouting in the dark and like, I just need a paddle so that because the, the see the motor broke, he gave me the boat, but not the motor. Yeah. The motor's missing but a it, gasket, so I can't use like <laughs> <laughs> so smart. <laughs> I need to get down to the sea bassin and then I can get the uh the defibrillator and then I can uh remotorize and recarbonize the engine. You guys are shouting at each other's shit in the darkness. Marlo's like, Well, I have a friend who has a boat shop. And if you can get the John boat down to there, you won't need to be sna- snatching down all the oak trees. And he's like, thank you very much. <laughs> like whispering. I really appreciate yelling. it. I've been on hard times these, I've been on hard times these last few months. And this is a really nice conversation to be having. <laughs> I feel like a person again. Nobody talks to me. Uh, so Davis Island is a fancy island downriver from where we were uh, and a little downriver from downtown Tampa. It was where Tom Brady rented Derek Jeter's mansion when he first signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah, big time. Yeah, big time shit. However, there's this small nook of the bay in the island where anyone and everyone can anchor their boats and live on their boats with a marina charge for quite a while. Hmm. People have cats, parrots, etc. living on the boats with them, and it's truly amazing. Okay. So this guy was trying to take his John boat down to this nice little marina. Anyway, I asked the guy if he could hand paddle his boat across the river so I could give him an actual paddle. He did so, and he tied his boat alongside mine. He told me his name was Buddy. He was friendly, but definitely on something. He was excited to have me as company and asked me if I wanted to see him try on his dresses and asked me to let him know which ones were flattering or not. Okay. Live your life, buddy. Um, I mean, it's still a weird conversation to be having at like midnight. Yeah, it's like the middle of the night. There's, again, monkeys shouting. This this, This sounds like a dream. I'm not sure this person did, wasn't dreaming still. This sounds like a crazy. There's monkey screaming. Then this guy came. He was homeless. Then he had a bunch of dresses. Thanks for the paddle. Do you want to see these beautiful, elegant dresses I have? Yeah. This one's Chanel. He does the spin does where the, spin, the dress like yeah. twir- it twirls or it like balloons out like a like a schoolgirl. He bows. His feet yeah, he curtsies. <laughs> Sorry, Franz curtsies. curtsies. Oh, but a bows for he, men? Or is that like masculine? I don't know, but a curtsy, a curtsy is what you do in a dress. Curtsy. You like take the two sides of the you take the two sides of the dress and you pull them. That's out what it's called. You, okay, you bend at the knee. Right, a curtsy. Yeah, so he curtsied in the middle of the night on a John boat. A lot of stuff happening. So uh, he had an entire wardrobe in that boat, and boy, did he put on a fashion show for me. At one point, he did take out a baggie of white powder and offered it to me. <laughs> I'm no saint, but I did politely turn him down. Yeah, don't uh, take drugs from random people on John boats. Don't do that. Went to a line. You politely turned. Yeah, of course you turned him down. You better. <laughs> I did a little snortsky. We were having a fashion show. I wanted it to be fun. Uh, so uh, they turned it down. Eventually, Buddy got on his John boat and started, he- and started heading downriver under the moonlight. Throughout the next few weeks, my boyfriend and I would take sunset boat rides downriver, stop to take a break, and sleep overnight at each stop. Finally, one day we saw Buddy's boat safely living at the Davis Island Sea Bassin. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but I don't know what I'm not a a water person, but Bassin, B-A-S-I-N. He had collected many things along his uh, along the way, including a bright red love seat that he miraculously that he miraculously stuffed onto his little boat. How is that on the boat? This guy's like a it's like a uh, lazy boy. 
Yeah, that's crazy. He's reclined, reclinomatic. <laughs> I still think of him fondly and look for him every time we we're out there. Thanks for reading this. And if you ever find yourself out in Tampa, reach out and I'll take you guys out for a ride on our boat. Uh, this is from Marlowe from New Bedford, Massachusetts, a home of Frederick Douglass, okay. the Underground Railroad, and a major character in Moby Dick. Oh. Low key brag. Love you guys. Sent from an iPhone. I didn't need to read that part, but I was in a flood. Right. Um, I'm, 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 I'm impressed that you know what a curtsy is. How did you, where did, how did you? I, I'm a gentleman, man. I don't know what to tell you. I'm a gentleman. You know, I, I've taken many a etiquette courses. You know, I know where to put the silver, the fork goes on the left soup, you know, all that type of stuff. I'm not going to get into it. We don't need to get into the specifics, but you know, still soups, soup spoon goes on the ladder unilaterally on the back end. And then when you fortify the salad fork, you plug that into the uh, circumference of the um, sounds like bullshit. I like the dessert of the dessert spoon, and then and then what? You curtsy. So you know, this is, <laughs> right. it's just it's just it's just about you know you know it's classy, just classy, it's classy behavior. That's what we that's what we do over here. That's what we indulge okay. in. Um, a friend, I'm gonna read one more email right. before we get out of here. Uh, this was a nice change of pace. This felt good to um, switch it up. And I'm excited to dive into the next story that we want to talk about next episode. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. But this was a nice little uh, palate cleanser for myself um, while I, you know, continue to, you know, recover from uh, my little uh, loss of, of whatever. We don't need to get into that. Whatever. Shut up, Alvin. Um, <laughs> so uh, last email. This is from a person named Zola. Well, let me... Too late now. This is, it says Z at the end. So this is a person named Z. Okay. Pretend, don't worry about what I just said. I don't say, see them saying, don't say it, but I'm still, now I'm going to call you Z for the rest of the reading your email. This email says, hey guys, I come from a very small town in Ireland. I moved away almost 13 years ago to travel the world and open my mind. Shout out to you, Z. That's beautiful. I think that that's dope. If you have the means, the time, the freedom, the, all that stuff to do that, I think that that's great. I think travel opens up the mind. I think that's a beautiful thing. And shout out to you that's for dope. doing that. Yes. Small towns in Ireland are often, or more often than not, all the way fucked up. Drugs, homophobia, adultery, pyramid schemes, racism, alcoholism, and just general bally go backwards bullshit. Oh, I like that. Bally go, back, bally go backwards bullshit. The Irish have such a way of turning a phrase, man. Shout out to the Irish, man. Um, before they get into their story, I spent some time in a little town called Bantry in Ireland. Uh, really small town. Had a great night, but did have this air of... Talk you about know, you? It's a two- oh, yes. right. <laughs> it, had, it had this air of like, it's a Tuesday and the whole town is at a bar and I don't know if they have work tomorrow. So uh, there's a lot That's of That's what like, they do though, right? Uh, pff, yeah. Get yeah. turn. Having a, having a point? Having a, having a point? Anyways, a few quickies. This is these are just some some stories. Like it's like a bullet. It's a list of things. I'm gonna read all of them too. So, anyways, a young man living with his mom told her that he hasn't been feeling well for. Are these jokes? <laughs> told her that he hasn't been feeling well for a while. She asked how. He he tells her that she's having bad thoughts, thoughts about wanting to murder her. Obviously, the mom was scared, but also that's her son, and clearly he needs help. Uh, she brings him to the hospital to okay. be assessed, and after hospital. telling. And after telling these professionals that uh, and telling his professionals that if he goes home, he will kill his mom. They send him home okay. later that Just night. Sleep the on neighbor, it. Right. Yeah, sleep on it. Yeah. Sleep on it in the home with your mom. Sleep in the, your mom's room. 
later that night, the neighbor heard screaming oh, noises, shit. et cetera, coming from the house. So he goes in to see what's happening. The son is beating his mom so bad that her eye is literally hanging out of the oh, eye socket. Goodness. And this is Ireland? This is in Ireland. Well, I feel like stuff don't, out of the States, stuff like this doesn't uh, happen. That's, I don't know. Why I, don't, you know I, <laughs> I don't know why you think that. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. I don't know what. I don't know why. Stuff like what? Violence and crime? Of course, man. That gruesome. I just feel like that only happens here. This is a very. This is America. You know. Yeah. No. Uh, no, man. People. Yeah. People do shit. Yeah. People do shit. I, no, I get that. I'm just saying. Why yeah. You're like, like this sounds crazy. Fuck. This sounds American. That's your first thought. Like this sounds like some American shit. That's sad. Man, we gotta. We might need to go. That's sad that you. You're like. You sure this wasn't America? That's your first thought. Is like this happened somewhere not America. Uh. So yeah, the person walks in and sees their this catches this kid beating the ever loving shit out of their mom mm. um the neighbor gets help and the mom is rushed to the hospital currently the son is living at home and the mom is terrified of him and no longer wants to be there no shit what i don't know why is he still at home i don't know and also i don't really know the format of this z i don't what is what is what are we what are we doing here what is this are these like te- are this headlines from the local news was that it that's it oh then there's a number two two. Oh wait, wait, wait. i'm not done yet Okay. <laughs> Come on, Z. We need some more. We need some more. Yeah, see, this is crazy. I don't know what this format is that you're doing. Is he you're not like, in jail? Me... He's not doing prison time? Or like, what is, what's going yeah, what on here? Kind of, what kind of weird Irish, what kind of weird Irish rules are these? You just send them home? Just send them home like that. What are you doing over there? <laughs> what the fact, what the <laughs> fact are you doing over there? Anyway, uh, one night, many years ago, maybe 20, a group of known drug addicts, a, okay. a, of, dr- of known drug addict idiots beat up one of their own friends. All right. That's it? Or no, no. no. Uh they beat him and pushed him over and pushed him into the river. The guy dies. The entire town knows who did it. What happened? I don't All know. the details. Yeah, right. And guess what? <laughs> she didn't tell us. So uh what happened? All the details, it's basically general knowledge, yet the man have, yet the men have never been charged and just walk free. All right. <laughs> Three, because that's it. That's, it. that's all the information that she gave. That's great. And the way that it's just, I don't know the format. This is crazy. This one's nuts. This one's nuts. Again, the way that she just goes right into it. Three, at a party one night, the guy who owned the house stabbed his sister's boyfriend. That's the first sentence of three. The guy who owned the, the, guy who owned the house stabbed his sister's boyfriend. They were all on drugs and, and drinking, having a good time. Apparently, the boyfriend hit or beat the sister. I'm not entirely sure, but not for the first time. Brother had enough. Got a knife, walked upstairs, stabbed the boyfriend. Boyfriend dies. Guy's still out free while awaiting trial. Sad thing here is he's actually a really nice guy. He's a stoner. Quiet, always polite and kind. I understand why he did what he did, even though he should never have done it. Four. (laughs) <laughs> oh so, okay cool that's it that's it that's the common the denominator so far is like drugs maybe that first the first kid was doing a little bit was dabbling a little bit yeah perhaps i don't know but an mm. altercation happened and guess what z's here to give us the cliff notes uh really just uh, like hey, nope. hey i love it Keep moving. it's you know it's like bite size you know like a bunch of little gushers yeah. anyway um four a young man has a mental break it's first sentence of the thing uh he's been struggling with mental health for many years he's been he's had suicidal thoughts from time to time Super nice guy. He's tried antidepressants, etc., and expressed his feelings to close friends here and there. Finally starts to get his life together. Has a baby with his girlfriend. Girlfriend wakes up in the middle of the night, 
He's not in bed. Goes to check on him. Finds him in the kitchen all fucked up on drugs. Long story short, apparently he'd been stockpiling MDMA, acid, speed, and God knows what else, and he'd taken it all. He's on, he's on a paranoid trip. Wants to kill himself. Starts stabbing himself in the chest and cutting his arms. Shit. Side note here. Cops, medical professionals in Ireland have no idea how to handle mental illness or people in crisis. Yeah, that's so. this sounds like America. Suicide is a huge issue in Ireland. And no one is getting the help that they need. Yeah, this is very, this also, yeah. Hey, twins, twins, twinsies, you know, yeah, twinsies over here. Yeah, no, terrible mental health uh, crisis in America as well. Um, Girlfriend calls cops. Cops come. She's crying. Baby crying. Why are you writing this like a caveman? I don't know. Did you, did you think we were going to charge you per word or something like that? He's out of his absolute trolley. Oh, is that like a, is that like a mind? He's out of his absolute trolley, and the cops decide to take him with force. They taser him, tackle him to the floor, handcuff him while he's bleeding and clearly overdosing. Might I add that they then take him to the hospital. They keep him for a few hours to monitor him, then tell him to go home. He tells them that he will kill himself if he goes home. They don't listen. He goes home. He's found dead the next day after hanging himself in the attic house. Mm. That's the end of that story. Five. Is this all in Z- Ireland? It's all in it's Ireland. All in, I think these are people that she knows. Town? Yeah, I was about to say, is this shit, like... The, you know, friend, that would have been a great way to kind of lead with like, hey, these are some... All this, all this email starts off with, anyways, here's a few quickies. <laughs> How many of them is it? This is five. This is the last, the last one. one. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I don't know if these are people from her town, people she... She, she says stuff like, he's actually a nice guy. Yeah. If you know these five people, this is... Uh, Ireland's What nuts. town is this? Yeah, I know, right? Is this Bantry? Anyway, uh, this is the last one, and it's a really sad one. They've all been sad, Z. This is, like, terrible. This is a <laughs> terrible town. This is a bleak town. And then Ireland's always raining and gray. This one's sad, so I'll make it quick. Z, you've been making it plenty quick, so I don't even, I'm concerned. Um, a middle-aged couple with two kids is caring for the woman's mammy. Look, Z, I'm going to let you know now. Mammy is a, a mammy. In America, is a crazy word to see in an email. But we're going to move forward. <laughs> I don't know what it means. I guess it means like a grandma there, but here it means something totally different. And I'm going to say that you don't mean that, that this kid doesn't have a man. These two kids don't have a mammy, but a lot of kids in America that are like senators and stuff. I bet Mitch McConnell had a mammy anyway. (laughs) um, So uh, these two kids are being, are caring or caring for the woman's mammy slash kids, grandma, which what we call a nanny. They they call grandma a nanny. So I still don't know what I don't know. Mammy means mommy, maybe. Maybe, maybe mammy means mommy. Mammy mommy. For the longest time, neighbors hadn't seen the nanny. She was which means grandma. Hadn't seen the nanny. She was a lovely old lady and always would be out on the street chatting with people, getting the gossip. Months go by. Nothing. Finally, other family members get worried because they've heard nothing from her. The couple always is making excuses as to why she can't talk on the phone and etc. Uh oh. After far too long, someone calls for a wellness check. The cops think something isn't right because the couple won't allow them to put eyes on the lady. A little time goes by, but eventually get in the house and find the old woman is in bed upstairs. She has been starved and left in that bed for months. My goodness. She was wasted away to barely live to barely living skeleton, left in her own feces. Mm. Horrific. I always think to the scene in the movie Seven 
with the guy in the bed that was also starved. Mm. She was taken to the hospital and sadly died not long after being found. Jesus Christ. Was this family, his family members? Yeah, this is, yeah, yeah, they're okay. in the family's house. Hmm. Uh, the couple were collecting her pension and other financial benefits while also getting money for being her caregivers. Not shocked. This one breaks my heart. What is wrong with people? The email is a lot, so feel free to skip any story that, you had, that you'd rather not read. I really wish I would have read all of them, but this is, that's the thing you put at the front. Also, you put at the front, like, I'm about to tell you a bunch of random, <laughs> Z, this, you really cut to the chase, and it's something I read. You know what, Z? We like you. You cut to the chase, no bullshit. You know, I, you'll figure it out as you go along, yeah. what I'm doing here. You guys will get, you guys will catch on, and we did by, like, three or four. You were doing, like, American Horror Stories. Like, there's, like, little bite size. Yeah. Yeah, like, little 15, almost like, um, what's that show, Are You Afraid of the Dark? This is, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark or, like, Goosebumps? Like, here's, here's some quick little stories, and we caught on, and we get it. Um, thanks for reading. I love the podcast. I love you guys and the podcast. You always have me laughing out loud when listening. I'm always learning from you both. I'm a white woman. And while I think I am well-traveled and respectful to everyone, no matter where they come from or how they look, I am aware I can always learn more and be better and will continue to do so. Chat soon, Z. Hey, man. Z. Shout out to you. That was very sweet, very kind. Um, Thanks for the morsels. These were like um, hors d'oeuvres, horror, horror d'oeuvres. They were like, hor- oh, I like that, right? Oh, horror d'oeuvres, like horror d'oeuvres. Little bite-sized, you know, uh, true crime, uh, awful stories that happen to people. So um, thank you uh, to Z for that. Um, this has been uh, an episode of Affirmative Murder. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, um, you know, we have a story that we're working on that I'm excited uh, for us to bring to you. But um, I, I just needed some time to you know process and gather my thoughts and, you know, all that stuff so we can start fresh and get past all the yucky sadness and everything like that and get back to, like, you know, really diving into stories and giving them the, inf- the, the attention that they deserve. And I couldn't do that with my head in the space that it was in. Yeah. But I still wanted to hop on with my boy and, you know, re- read some stories from you guys that are awesome. Again, if you have any tales that you want to tell from your hood, it's affirmativemurder at gmail.com. Send them in. Send them in. Uh, yeah, tales from the hood. Get them into us. We'd love to hear from you guys. Crazy stories, the way Z told hers. You know, personal stuff that you know. Uh, again, uh, you know, sorry for not giving a little trigger warning or something like that. I didn't know it was going to go so DV heavy. Yeah. On that first story, so my apologies for not preparing people for that a little bit better. And then the middle one from the person that we shall not name, as far about you know sexual abuse and those kind of things. Um, those that that was an important one yeah, as well. I sure. think that the, a conversation can be had uh, in that way if that can open up um, people to feel more comfortable yeah. to talk about things that happen to them. We would love to be the place where that happens. Yeah, and so domestic thank violence. you to those people. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, thank you to those people, um, friend. Let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, this has been another episode of A Friend of Murder. I've been Alvin Williams, joined as always by my partner and true crime, Francis Evans. We'll see you guys next week. Deuces. Deuces.